Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Running in Circles podcast. In today's episode, we talk about a unique experience of what it feels like to move abroad to another country. Joining me in this conversation is two of my friends who have studied abroad. Uh, Rashmi has studied from Dubai. Hi, Pallav. And uh, Nikhil has studied from the States. Hey, Pallav. It's good to be back. Yeah. Yeah. So um, moving abroad to another country is obviously a tough and a unique experience which you go through. So to start off with, um, why did you move to another country apart from having the funds to funds for your education? And uh, what did you feel like on your uh, first flight away from home, uh, starting with you, Rashmi? So yeah, basically like what everyone chooses, why everyone chooses to go abroad is to have a better education. And that's also the main reason why I chose to go abroad as well. Uh, but yeah, but this decision was also like very, uh, I, I took a lot of uh, thought into the decision because it's not just about the money that you're investing into the education, but also like what the experiences, what experiences I will have going into this new country, because it's like I'm moving into a completely new location and I have to uh, stay alone and be in the dorms. So it's like a lot of uh, thought that goes into moving abroad. It's not just about the education that you're going to receive in the future. And so, yeah, the first flight uh, to Dubai, where I was, where I'm studying right now, was a very uh, different one than any of the flights that I've taken in my life before, because it's a very life-changing one. That's when I realized, you know, it sunk in that that's the last time probably I'll ever be home. This I'm going to be calling a new country my home from now onwards. So it's a pretty new feeling, pretty good feeling, excited, but also sad to leave the, my friends and my country behind. Because as you know, we all studied together we, since we were in KG probably. And it was a bittersweet feeling to uh, on the flight. So yeah, that was my experience. Yeah. Um, what about you, Nikhil? How did um, you feel? And like, what? why did you choose um, USA in particular? For me, I think... Um... The decision was sort of um, very, it happened really quickly. So I, I didn't think I would even attempt, uh, you know, to get admission to a university abroad. Um, I think the first time we thought about it was halfway through 12th grade. I think in and, December, uh, uh, somewhere around December, right? When we were in Fiji. I, I think I took the SAT uh in November, yeah, in November, because the, it was for the UCs, it was due in December. So yeah, it was like, and I, I, I took it only once and I actually applied for it, um, I think about in October or September. So it's like, it, it all happened really quickly. And, you know, in that time period, we had, we had our, uh, our board exams, we had the, uh, the uh, entrance exams for, I, I didn't put all my, uh, you know, eggs into one basket. Uh, so I, uh, obviously I'd worked on the, uh, entrance exams, JE and whatnot. Um, so it's like, it was a busy time. So I didn't really have that, uh, time to, you know, think about what, what a decision like that would mean to me, but, uh, you know, it, it, it was a tough one. And I think, um, I, I sort of left it up to my parents because at the end of the day, it's, uh, it's. Uh, it's them who's making that big of an investment for me. Absolutely. And, um, you know, yeah. So um, I was, I was okay with whatever they decided and, you know, they, 
they wanted what's best for me obviously so um and you know when when they when they were confident about it i just thought you know what the hell you only live once right i i wasn't too worried because one of the reasons why i picked um uc santa cruz was because i we had previously lived in the bay area um for a couple of years so i was i mean i was young yes but uh, my my dad had a bunch of friends my cousins also in the area so i had family um and i was familiar with the area so uh, you know it was it was a it was slightly easier to decide in terms of um my i guess first flight or whatever my dad was with me uh, so it it didn't feel like i was leaving everything behind because at least you know i had my dad with me and you know he helped me uh, you know uh, set up uh, everything in my university in, in your first few days yeah yeah exactly and so yeah we we went around uh, you know we sort of so checked the place out we also um you know did like a little bit of sightseeing i guess but um yeah you know that first week again it was all everything happened so quickly so i didn't really have a lot of time to reminisce or think about the sort of gravity of the situation yeah yes yeah, so moving on um how exactly did you guys fit in to the new society and and like bridge the cultural barrier between like as as indians or as as your other country um with you starting with you rashmi so i did not face that much of a problem because most of the people here are indians as you know like you know you land into a country it's like second india basically so there is less emiratis who live here than there are indians so the immigrant population is quite high so i didn't feel that cultural barrier at first because even the first friend that i made here was indian so it was quite easy to make friends in that way you can say uh, and also i when i went i went to a dorm at first so then when i stayed in the dorms it's like most of the people who stay in the dorms are from uh, coming from abroad as well so we're all in, it's like we're all sailing on the same sh- uh, boat you know so then uh, it was quite easy to make friends there was no cultural barriers as such and then after that when i started going to university having the orientation and everything that's when i started meeting people from other cultures and uh, other places and everything so then one of my best friends also who she was iranian and the biggest problem that they had was pronouncing my name so they used to say all sorts of like you know rashmi and they used to say reshmi or like some weird pronunciations they never got my name right it's actually so, pronounced reshmi by the way yes as nikhil would so so nicely put it <laughs> and yeah so that's that was one of the biggest things uh, that i faced i think my name the pronunciation of my name and uh, also getting to know new cultures like i didn't uh, really understand the whole friday and saturday weekend thing it was quite difficult to get used to because we are always so used to having like you know sunday is a holiday and yeah. on the first week i was like i scheduled my classes in a way that i don't have any classes on a sunday so i don't miss a class on a sunday thinking it's the holiday you know so that was another thing and yeah it was quite weird to get used to this kind of uh, culture over here people are quite religious as you could say uh, there are so many things that you can and cannot do have to be careful about what you're going to say you can't it's not like india you know you can't just go and announce stuff right left right and center you have to be very 
curious i mean cautious about what you're saying uh i'm just curious what do you go around announcing yeah, in india left right and center, center yeah so the, that's the thing is like so that's what i didn't realize so what you're not supposed to say apparently you can't say profanities out loud here in dubai so you can get arrested for saying profanities out loud like shouting at other people you yeah i guess hit. that's that's worse than getting hit by your parents or something yeah which is yeah, what would happen if you do it in india and you can't say anything against the uh, the government over here anything about politics nothing it's actually quite it's very very offensive to do say something about the government or anything like i think i think this thing related. is uh, i think this thing is also there in up it's just unofficial where you can't say yeah. things against the government but yeah continue mm-hmm. and we don't have uh, like free media so whatever you see on the news one of the biggest things is like uh, in india you get to see everything that happens you know sometimes they even put the masala in the news and they send it here but then here it's all like controlled news controlled media so even if an accident happens or like you know something happens in dubai it's rarely that you get to see it on the news like they portray what they want you to see that's it so it's quite different from what i used to i was you know i grew up with back in india i was quite like you could say you had more freedom back in india than you have here but yeah of course i mean the life is much better over here that's probably why most indians move here because it's like having your you know indian uh, society with you but like in a much better environment that's all yeah like what do you uh, think about fitting into a new society um, nikhil it's a lot easier than you think and it, just because i think you know in the 21st century in india a lot of there's a lot of western influence right and this western yeah, influence usually comes from uh you know uh, pop culture movies tv shows and stuff like that all of which are hollywood so american so it's it's not like it's a completely new experience it's just it's different seeing it and being in it right those are two different things mm. uh i i i i think i was i didn't really find it too hard um i do, i definitely didn't face most of the challenges rashmi was talking about uh it's just uh, for me it was more about you know people right it's 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 not hard to fit in but it's just the people the culture it's it's completely different right you indian people um, you know are the friends we have in school right it it those we relate to them on a different level it, correct americans are not really at least initially it's it's not really easy to relate with them just because they have had a much they have, different they, they've been brought us. up in a different way unlike us right yeah exactly and you know some, some of the like the things we've experienced in our childhood is like not not at all relatable to them and vice versa you know mm-hmm. so, especially cambridge memories i don't think they can relate to that at all yeah sure absolutely and and yeah so the the thing is i i i i i had the good fortune of uh, you know having really good roommates my first year um i'm still friends with them today um and you know we uh, just just sort of me going along uh to these different college events with them and meeting other new people i it it sort of just all happened together um hmm. I think the yeah so for me at least the biggest challenge was um you know socializing just because it's 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 a completely different um environment it's more open there's really you're not controlled at all it's you're completely unhinged and so you know there's good things and bad things that come with that 
Um, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so you you can guess what the bad things are, but mm. um, I, I, overall, I think it's 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 a very um, eye-opening experience just because you have to do everything on your own. You know, from mm. the time you wake up in the morning to the yeah. time you go back, back to bed, like it's it's all yeah. on. Yeah. absolutely and um about like not relating to experiences like how people don't relating relate to our experiences you know even here people in dubai when they talk about their school days they talk about having a cricket ground or like a football stadium about having their own swimming pool gym class and all we did in cambridge was you know play a cricket with a file and a paper ball <laughs> and you can't yeah. really go around saying that you know to yeah, people yeah yeah that, that was our lunch break um, cricket field Yeah, and then you saying that probably that our ground was not ours as well, you know. He <laughs> yeah, has like stuff building around the school building. No, we didn't. That's what. Yeah, we just had sand. We we, we had what at least what we had was better than what they have right now. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, talking about myself, although I haven't uh, moved abroad, but um, there was there were a few cultural things that even I experienced. uh moving into hyderabad um so starting with uh, when you first go there obviously your natural instinct is to make friends with who you can relate to so initially it was all about um, like more about finding people from bangalore i was even fortunate to like meet two friends with with whom, with whom i studied uh, before in fiji so those were my initial friends but then when you start expanding um like your friend base um you come across a lot of people right and the people that were in quite a number in uh, hyderabad uh, because you know bits is like a national college and not like a hyderabad based college so i met so many people from like delhi and like northern areas of india um so what they found weird about me was me having this uh, bangalore accent and i wasn't sure this term was there but then um it was a thing that these um, north indian people told me that hey you have a bangalore accent and why are you always speaking uh, speaking in english and i'm like um because people in bangalore speak in english but then yeah so eventually even i had to uh, you know speak more of in hindi um um uh, in uh, in my college as well um so moving on um so you know what's I interesting there of, yeah, yeah it's kind of weird that they call us having a bangalore accent when they have Absolutely. a north indian or we think that they have north indian accent no i didn't and think they know, had a north indian accent that you yeah no it's interesting how you think you know um, like it, it's the same with me but you know when you when you said you know find relatable people you meant people from bangalore and you know obviously you're gujarati um, but you grew up in bangalore it's the same yeah. thing with me when people ask me here you know where you're from i say india obviously and mm-hmm. then some people are curious enough to ask where from in india and absolutely I, because india is so I mean, diverse right like even right, though you exactly. call yourself an indian i mean there's one guy who thinks you shouldn't speak in english but then you spoken english uh, through your whole childhood so yeah it's it's a big diverse country and and the thing is at least for me you know i um, i mean i my family is from kerala i i was born in kerala but i grew up in bangalore and when people ask me where i'm from i i say bangalore just because that's where my home is and mm-hmm. it, I, but i just find it interesting that you know all of us we're all from like if you look at the, you know the friends we had in school everyone's from different places 
but you know uh, if you ask if they go if they leave bangalore and you ask them where they're from everyone's just going to say bangalore yeah yeah that is true all right yeah so um, we'll move on to the next part which which nikhil said um, starting part was a little tough right like you got to maintain your schedule since the since the time you wake up so how was the shift from like completely being dependent on your parents um to being independent um right now um starting with you rashmi so that was kind of a very big shift because especially like you know when i went into dorms living in the dorms usually in india they take care of your food that's in the mass canteen and stuff like that and then or even the laundry is quite taken care of you know you you don't have to do much of your laundry and stuff like that but then here i expected it will be the same thing but then when i researched more about the dorms abroad i found out that you know you have to cook on your own you have to like uh, do your own laundry and do everything basically they just give you an accommodation that's it they give you a bed to sleep in and they give you other uh, facilities but everything when you else say you have to do your own laundry do you actually do it by hand or you have a no, washing no, no. machine no 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 we have like a washing machine but oh then is you don't have a dryer that must have been such we a hard we don't have a dryer you have you you had the luxury of a dryer you know okay we had to physically take the clothes and pull it outside <laughs> yeah yeah so let me talk about my experience so i mean i you know like i had a hostel and i don't have like what you guys say doing i don't do laundry like you guys but then there is a laundry shop so i give most of my clothes there but then other things like your um, private uh, clothes and all obviously you have to wash them by yourself and for that i didn't have any um, washing machine or anything yeah so yeah continue so that's like one of the biggest uh, things i feel like we i had to get used to because back home i barely entered the kitchen you know like uh, my mom never let me cook in the kitchen or like even i didn't even know which powder goes where in the washing machine i had to figure that out that was like a biggest thing like which where you put the washing machine powder where you put the comfort and where you put the other stuff in the washing machine that was kind of hard to figure out and what setting did you try the reading the machine. labels yes i usually did. Says... sadly the the washing machine did not have that which we were we, which were given to us in the dorms so yeah it was just three holes one one small one and one big one and another small one okay interesting i i, I can't relate to this but okay yeah that was like that's one of the weird stuff and then uh, we had like this very old uh, electric stove which is like a oven plate and it took 100 years to get hot so then even making rice was like a bigger biggest headache cuz it took like half an hour just for the rice to boil and then make the you had to keep stirring the pot in the rice or even if you're putting it in the cooker and one thing is that i had like international roommates in my dorms and they didn't know what a cooker was so like when the whistle went off they started like started trying to scream asking what happened in the apartment and then yeah. i said no it was just a cooker you know like a, they're like what is this is it like a rice cooker i said no you can use it for other stuff as well you know not just rice and yeah. they cooker thought, is like an indian thing isn't it yeah, called they, boiler or something abroad i think they have like an instapot cooker or something like that right i don't think they have like a whistle blowing cooker probably so yeah continue so then that was yeah that was quite uh, so we indians had a good laugh uh, with that yeah we had like a i had to cook cleaning was thankfully taken care of like we had didn't have to do the cleaning of the dorms and stuff like that that was one luxury that i could live with i guess and uh, yeah that 
but most of all instead of like managing your food and your like schedule your timetable and stuff it was like about managing money because when you're back home like your parents give you the amount of money that you want to spend it's not like you have your own money to spend you know so but now they're giving you like probably a big amount of money and you have to budget you have to like see what to spend what not to spend and stuff like that so that was like one of the biggest uh, challenges i said and as nikhil said before you know you get that freedom in your hand it's not like your parents are looking over you and controlling what you're doing and what you're not doing so you have the money in your hand and you can do whatever you want but then in the end of the day you have to think if it's good for you or not good for you if it's right or wrong so yeah 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 so nikhil what was your experience like being um, starting to being independent i think the best way to put it would be you know um it's it's like um i it taught me a lot about you know growing up i think just because when when everything is you know handed to you in a platter you don't really think about how things get there but when you have to do things on your own you have a a bigger visibility of you know how things work yeah, like for example great, great way of putting it yeah yeah and you know for me at least um yeah obviously my parents were paying for my education but i i know how much they're paying right yeah. so it 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 brings into a uh, picture you know the sort of um efforts that are going in to you know my education and so that that while i did get the freedom you know th- this fact also helped me you know keep things under control that's right and um you know for the first year at least for me i didn't really have much to worry about because um, i was living in the dorms um i had a meal plan so uh, we just had a dining hall where we got food from um i had to i mean i guess uh, i don't i didn't really think this was a big deal but i guess it is for some people i had to do my own laundry uh, obviously it's just putting stuff in and taking stuff out and uh, putting it in the a- right uh, containers correct yeah yeah and putting the right stuff in the right holes but uh, <laughs> yeah so it, it, it's just it once you get used to the routine it's just uh, it just becomes part of your daily life the harder part for me was <laughs> scheduling my classes because i for one cannot get myself to wake up early in the morning so mm-hmm. i had the classes be hitting hard i had 8 am so it's just for me at least the 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 thing was at least um in the us with this is something that's really different from indian colleges we it's more like the the actual courses are planned out in a way that if you want a particular degree like you know in my case it was computer engineering you have to finish these courses and mm. you know you can choose to do it whatever way you want obviously there are prerequisites and sort of pathways you need to follow but you know more or less you have a degree a few degrees of freedom and um, what that meant was you know if you if you can put in the effort you can take a few more classes per quarter uh, mm. and actually make it out, uh, you know make it out early so uh, you know uh, when i saw the <laughs> the sort of amounts that we had to give to be for the privilege of you know being in that college um, you know i thought it might be a good idea to put in that extra effort and you know try to graduate early which meant you know it it gave me a little less freedom you know when i'm choosing my classes so i didn't have the luxury of you know skipping the 8 ams and you know uh 
uh, choosing like classes after the afternoon but you know it, it it was good because in the few quarters that i did have or i didn't have to wake up early i found my productivity go down just because classes know, weren't there yeah right and <laughs> it's just it was- it, once once you don't wake up early it's it's hard to sort of catch the yeah momentum of productivity hmm. it's quite weird like when we used to be in school we used to wake up at 6 a.m every day like 6 6 6 30 every day and now it's so hard to wake up at even 8 you know for 8 o'clock classes it's quite hard to wake up one hour early in advance and then like get ready and go i never thought i would be having a problem with waking up in the morning yeah that was also one of the biggest things facing as an adult i guess yeah yeah so to talk about uh, myself i've already i've definitely cherished the freedom that i've got because of living away from a uh, home like i mean not on the same scale as you guys because uh, i still eat like i still go to a mess to eat my food and i still give my laundry to uh, the laundry shop and things like that but like the other sorts of uh, freedom like freedom let's say freedom of taking classes so that was a good thing for me in in many ways like i could plan my classes in such a way that let's say that i want to i want to be free by uh, 3 pm so then i would you know stack up my classes um, from 8 to 12 and then go have lunch then maybe have one or one or two labs or something and then be free by 5 pm and then like go to um the gym or uh, play a guitar or things like that um and then um i like sometimes when you just don't feel like attending a class you just don't go and you can do other things so that was another freedom that i definitely cherish and yeah it's just you there's so much time that you have that you can spend on like i remember on odd days i used to even go to gym at like 6 am in the morning and things like that things that you guys are probably finding hard to imagine going to the gym at 6 am um gym yeah. what do you mean gym you can't even attend classes at 6 am what i can we can't attend classes waking up at 6 am i don't forget about gym that's what yeah. i mean yeah so i i there were some days where i would you know go to class go to gym at 6am take a bath and then go to classes at 8am so those were some of the days where i felt extremely productive um yeah um so we'll end this um, conversation by asking um the last question which is how has this overall experience um shaped you as a person rashmi so as a person i feel like uh, i've learned much more you know on how to handle my money as well as you know have how to manage my time as although i'm not really good at it right now you know even though it's been 4 years since i've moved abroad still time management is kind of a big hurdle and uh, but still like it's uh, allowed me to learn a lot of life skills that i never thought i needed in my uh, life you know moving after the dorms i took a house on my own and i started staying alone then i realized you know maintenance is not just done by one person i mean not it's not taken care of you have to do it by yourself so if something breaks in the house you have to either do it by yourself or call a handyman and pay double the amount that you would end up paying if you do it by yourself so then uh, yeah i took up a lot of useful handy skills as to changing a lot of stuff repairs plumbing work here and there 
<laughs> and also taking the responsibility of uh, finding trying to find a new house you know and uh, look for Hold places on. you you did plumbing work yes i did unfortunately <laughs> oh nice okay that's a mm. that's a good sort of area of growth yeah you can yes. probably add that to your resume to a cv yeah it's a very handy skill to have they'll hire me for a next plumbing job yeah stand out <laughs> candidate <laughs> <laughs> what did you learn from going to the bike plumbing yeah nice so experience. continue so yeah that was uh, one of the biggest i think life skills and cooking as well like <laughs> but picked up a lot from cooking realized i actually like cooking and then you know feeding uh, there's no other option like you have to either like feed yourself or like spend money to feed yourself so and it's you realize you become double the size when you spend the money to feed yourself <laughs> you have to cook on your own as nikhil will uh, so nicely put it i've gained to it so as he it's like yeah kettle calling the pot black but okay so then uh, yeah that was cooking was also one of the biggest handy skills that i've taken up uh, being responsible again nikhil well i yeah. can say that is yeah so nikhil a, what would you say here being responsible <laughs> how does it how's that how's it yeah how has that helped you No, no. His uh, his version of being responsible is uh, having the freedom to drink as many sodas as he can every day, frozen pizzas every day in the microwave, frozen palak paneer. Yeah, I mean, I, as long as I'm getting <laughs> my hunger is being satisfied, I don't really care. But you know, more to what you were saying, Pallav, and let's just sort of move on past that. Yeah. Um, I think uh, you know. it it helped it it helped my life a lot you know just being sort of forced into independence um mm. at a lot of times you know in life when you want to learn something new you have to sort of dive right into the deep end mm. and that's sort of what happened with me and just just the you know the circumstances of you know being in college abroad away from most of the people you know mm. and having to you know deal with stuff like your visa you know flying back home you know taxes working uh, on campus you know it's just all of that um, you know stuff this makes you realize um you there's is like it doesn't give you the sort of free time to just you know um do whatever you waste want. it essentially yeah right mm-hmm. and you know it it <laughs> it helped a lot because i feel like you know one of the things with indian families is the growing up part is delayed right you know we see it with our yeah. friends too where there's you know <laughs> indian parents tend to uh you know have a, have a, have these restrictions a, a lot longer than you know other families and it helped a lot with me because it it helped my family see you know that you know i'm capable of making good decisions and you know keep my future in mind which meant that you know they 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 were a lot more open and free with me uh you know when i go home or even you know making my decisions here you know my, they don't question it at all because they know they at least they've realized that um you know some things you just have to leave it yeah um yep exactly and that that was a huge um you know life changing thing for me because you I, i'm sure both of you can relate where every time it's a big decisions you 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 your tendency is first to call your parents and ask you know what to do here it's not really an option for me because most of the time when i'm making these decisions it's date time for me and 
my parents are probably asleep so mm. you have to you know it's it's all up to you yeah, yeah. and that, that just you may helps you grow as a person hmm it's so like anything just if anything happens in the end of the day like if you get into an accident or if something happens bad happens to you you not just pick up the phone and you know, call them and say you can tell them that it happened but in the end of the day you have to solve the problem you know it's not yeah. like have any help to solve the problem so yeah, that's teaches you a lot and you know the sort of challenges you face it just makes you realize you know uh, the, the different sort of complications of like uh, for example you know when i was going home um um i actually visited my parents uh, when they were in london and when i was going home i lost my passport and it's just you know when that happens yes they were there but you know i i because i had the sort of experience living on my own i didn't want help anymore right i told them what happened obviously but you know i wanted to um you sort have that out. sort of feel yeah exactly you want do it do it on your own right so at first it might be hard and challenging but you know then it sort of changed into yes i want to be I an independent it, yeah. person mm-hmm. and i want to do stuff on my own so you mm. know whenever these things happen you're you're now prepared to face them head on yeah mm. the same thing happened to me as well like when i was went to bali and then i had like a 10 hour layover in bangkok and i lost my phone in bali on the flight on the way to bangkok so on a, i was alone a phone for 10 hours in like an airport that i did not know anything about so i had to find my way to try to like you know there was no one who had even whatsapp over there they used wechat and or facebook messenger i mean that also very rarely they had their own line and wechat and none of my family was online and wechat and every time i asked a person in the airport can i use the phone they said that they only have line and wechat and so somehow i said okay let me get a hold of some foreign white looking guy just walking by so that at least maybe he will have whatsapp so yeah. but thankfully yeah i did like i found someone who actually had whatsapp and he was white and messaged my parents and said that you know i lost my phone but that was a very a uh, difficult experience as you can say because you're stranded on an airport for 10 hours without like any form of communication letting your parents or anyone know that you're okay you know and that's the first thing that you do update your whoever your close family as to what happens when you land yeah that was again experience that i'll never forget yeah absolutely um so do you guys have anything else to ha- add here i think what what about your nikhil what how was your first work experience like in the us as an internship or like a normal work because i've heard like you know a lot of people when they go to the us they start off as with uh, working in the grocery store shock stocking shelves and stuff like that was it the same thing for oh, you or oh, you mean like a part time job so did mm-hmm. you do any part time job Yeah so I don't know where you heard that from Rashmi because uh, the US student visa doesn't allow you to work outside of your uh, area of study uh-huh. so um, you know unless you're take, getting a degree in groceries uh, you know you can't really stock shelves um, which so, I think you worked as a TA or RA right which comes uh, under not quite so the thing is with my college they don't let undergrads be TAs exactly we can mm. be what they call tutors essentially what we do is assist the tas mm. um you know with um, sometimes with grading sometimes with you know lab sessions where you know other students our peers have questions and i think it's a good idea because you know it's one thing learning from a professor who's multiple levels higher than you 
yeah. but um you know when you have these questions sometimes your peers are much better off um at you know trying to help you just because they've they a they've learned this material much closer to you and b they're a lot more relatable so you know when you when you when you ask what you feel like uh, is a stupid question you you feel a lot more open asking it to someone who you consider your equal rather mm. than someone like a professor right yeah. so that that's that was a good job because i i i you know i was able to reinforce what i what i already knew mm. and i was also able to help people um you know uh with with their material um mm. and i actually did that from the second quarter i was in college all the way till the till i graduated mm. that was a good experience um i also had the chance to do an internship um which which uh, you know funnily enough more than the internship i think what i learned was about um you know just the job market in general and um how hard it is uh, you know just you know putting yourself out there applying to these internships like hundreds and hundreds it's it's just you, you lose track of how many you've applied to and not hearing back from literally anyone it's like mm. you can count you know the, uh, in your fingers how many number of responses you get and you know once when i did finally um, you know get get an internship and i had to think of like how i commute i had a i had a you know my friends and i we got a house we rented a house near campus so that was i was i was already committed to that and this internship i got was about 35 miles about like 50 kilometers away so you know i had to think about commuting um, you know and that's when i got a car and you know that's that's another you know complication in itself because you know you have to find out how you buy them from where you'll get it you know the transfer of ownership titles mm. it's just uh, you know so these things you know it starts off as a simple thing like getting a job or getting an internship and in the process you, you sort learn of so learn so many things yeah life skills right yeah exactly mm. and you know the thing about getting and uh, jobs and working is you have to file taxes and the us it's they, unlike india where it's like you know there's a cap until which you don't have to pay any taxes the us mm. you got to pay taxes on anything you earn so mm-hmm. you know starting from scratch you know filing the forms knowing what to write in each column it's and the thing is in the us they make it hard to do on your own so that you know people are f- forced to go to these tax uh, you know servicing uh, yeah options. exactly those services that you know help you out with it um, so it it was just that's the thing so it starts off with like something small like a, a part time job or an internship and then you learn all these life skills along the way which is extremely useful i think yeah um so rashmi do you have anything uh, to add here oh no like just uh, yeah the, the, what i agree with exactly what he said you know the working experience is completely transforms the way you think about even the job market as in the first Uh, internship that you have like a internship or a part time job that you land you're so happy because as he said you barely get any uh, replies back you know because you're a foreign student first of all and then they have to provide you if they ever you know want to take you as a permanent they have to provide you the visa and they have to provide you with a lot of stuff so that they would much rather take someone who's already was a citizen who has the, yeah yeah who has a citizen who has the visa so but here in dubai how it works is you don't get a citizenship or you don't get uh, you don't have get to be part of this country unless you know you're an emirati you're born here in this country 
So all you get is a residence visa, but you can sponsor other people. So whoever is studying here, the immigrants studying here, usually have their uh, parents' visa sponsorship, you know, under which they can work. So they, uh, companies prefer people who have their own sponsorship, who have their visa from their parents as well. So people coming from abroad, they can't get that sponsorship here unless, you know, you start working, like you have a work visa. And uh, so, yeah, the people prefer not to pay for their uh, visa expenses. And uh, yeah, so they, you barely get any responses in the first time. So getting your first internship is like a really big deal uh, going abroad. And yeah, once you get that internship, I guess all the part-time job or uh, it, gets a little, it uh, gives you a lot of life lessons as to not only seeing how the job market is, but also managing your time accordingly because you're now li living a life where you have to manage university plus uh, an internship plus your house plus your uh, basic needs all on your own you know you have to take responsibility for everything so it's quite challenging that's sort yet... of what we have in common we both get booted <laughs> when it comes to applying for jobs and internships yeah. it's just, mm -hmm. that's a universal thing it looks like i guess so yeah and even for now applying for full-time jobs is like we both are struggling and we both are sitting together and then you know looking at our cvs looking at our bios and seeing what we can change, what we can do differently, uh, you know, for us to get job opportunities, even though we have both of us, you know, we have worked so hard uh, in order to get internships and part-time jobs beforehand while doing university itself. So that, you know, it gives us a one-up when we go up to uh, apply for permanent full-time jobs as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I guess even then it's kind of a difficult situation in order to apply for jobs abroad. I mean, then again, right now it's the covid thing again yeah and the, we graduated into a very wrong time yeah wrong time the market is so low you know? i'm sure it's relatable to you too palav yeah absolutely i mean not i mean I've, i haven't found my own opportunities but i would say my college gets companies and then company selects us so i think it's all about within the competition that i have among my college among that i have to have a good resume to like get the get the job or internship which um, I've recently got so yeah so I mean I can't relate to you know finding your own job yet but yeah I'm sure it's on the way yeah, yeah so that's, that's the thing. thing yeah yep. we, we like don't have the, we don't have like you know placements and stuff and that was a very yeah. weird thing when I came here I didn't realize that you had to actually go out there and get your job yeah mm. we do have career fairs we have like, you know, places. That's where, where people not... take our resumes and just throw it in the trash. Yeah, literally. Mm. So it's like they come and they ask you about uh, what you're doing. And then they ask you specifically, what's your visa status? As soon as they hear yeah, your we, visa yeah, status, they say thank visa you very much. Visa status is like a very important criteria if you're getting a job or not. Like it doesn't yeah. matter if you're eligible or not. But like if the visa status is not right, then you get rejected or something like that. Yeah, um, anyway. Yeah. So all right, then that was a good conversation. I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.